Hello and welcome to Bandcast Movie Trash. I'm DB and with me as always is Aaron. Meow. And Jared. Wow. And welcome to a special bonus Bandcast Movie Trash episode. We are reviewing the Tiger King reunion episode which dropped this week. And uh, this is coming to you about a week after it dropped. So we're actually on the ball with this one, guys, which is very uncharacteristic for Bandcast. Don't get used to it. <laughs> in honor of uh, this being sort of a shorter episode because it, it felt like a shorter Tiger King episode. I don't know why it was the same length, but um, I think it's just because it's a one-off. Yeah. Enjoying myself a, a, a nice beer. Here we are. In yeah, the this is the first time I think I ever saw you drink a beer, which I find to be highly inappropriate, but <laughs> I know. I'm happy to see it just the same. I don't want to discourage this behavior. I know. What kind of parent model parenting is this? I'm going to do the bumps of cocaine off camera so, you, so it doesn't really sour your impression of me. Or boost it. Well, are you still breastfeeding the baby? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) She goes searching for my nipples and it's a little, it's a little weird, you know, but you know, I just chalk it up to she's a baby. She doesn't know what from what. What are you walking around the place like you're at the Stardust? Well, you remember uh, Janet Jackson's halftime show at the Super Bowl? That's kind of, that's my loungewear. Oh, you oh. just have nipples out. Well, nipples and the and a, a little uh, what do they call the coverings? The um, you know, the things with the tassels. The areola. Yeah, I cover my areola. Oh, I gotta cover my areolas. It's unsightly. Okay. As long as there's no hair. Yeah. Oh, there's hair. There's oh. just nipple out, and then you wonder why the baby's going for it. <laughs> yeah. That's entrapment. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be horrible for her to hear when she's older. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Tiger King reunion. Guys, this was hardly, this is almost like an episode that we could do at Bandcast. It, it's essentially a podcast episode of Tiger yeah. King, but just with the uh, iPhone camera work. Yeah. yeah. But it's the quarantine. What are you going to do? Were you guys surprised that Joel McHale was hosting this thing? I wasn't disappointed about that. I'm a fan of Joel McHale. I love him. Yeah, me too. I like Community, but sometimes he does something and I'm like, oh, why'd you say that? <laughs> I have to watch Community. I've never seen an episode of it, and it's one not out of like willful avoidance, but I've always heard it's great. I always wanted to get into it. But um, yeah, I know him mostly from the soup and, and that sort of thing. And yeah, I think he's great. And he was great in The Informant, another great Steven Soderbergh movie. Oh, he was in that. That movie was fucking great. I've never seen Community either, and it's for not for not having it. I just never watched it, but I'll wait another five years and then I'll watch it. Wait till the next pandemic and when we're all locked down. At that point, I'll have teeth like John Finley, which, by the (laughs) way, his teeth look great. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, me too. He essentially repudiates everything that you guys were saying about... This is he gay? Is he not? He's married and having sex with a man, but he's not gay. And you guys said, oh, it's for the drugs. And it came out here. He was 100% clean during this time. And we're believing him for that? Or. As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> There's one huge flaw in this. And that it's just coming from one source, and that's him. And okay, never mind. <laughs> Right. I mean, we, we to be fair, when we are seeing him during his interview in the documentary, he's already not with 
Joe Exotic anymore. And that is probably what he's referring to, that while he was being interviewed for this shit, he had already knocked up that broad. Yeah, because he said when he had her that he was that he quit. But dude, if I was married to Joe Exotic, I would just I would I think people would forgive you and understand, yo, I was just on a lot of meth. I'd be like, you know what? I believe that. It's a good fallback excuse. Yeah. Especially in Oklahoma. You still think he actually wanted to climb into bed with Joe Exotic? Drugs or no drugs? I am just and he again, just wanted to be that little spoon. I just feel like if you're going to have sex with a guy over an extended period of time and marry him in a polyamorous relationship, then it probably indicates that you're gay, but I don't know, you don't feel comfortable with it, which, in my opinion, you should. And it's all great. I'm just, I'm just kind of questioning this thing where I'm not, but I do this. And, and that, that's all. Like, I don't want to, you know, make a big deal out of it but because i don't care i'm just curious i just find it curious it's called heteroflexibility heteroflexible oh. i've never heard that is that actually a term me neither dude i didn't know all right so i joined bumble and i my first this is why i don't do swipe matches anymore is uh i saw a girl and i thought she was posing with a guy and a guy is like yo dude i thought you were open-minded i'm heteroflexible we can we can have sex with a chick together Oh, Eiffel Tower. You got approached for an Eiffel Tower? <laughs> yeah, Jared. Yeah. You got to do it for Bandcast. Please. I know. Come on. This is what we stand for. I'm sorry. What was it? Heterofluid? Hetero... Flexible. Heteroflexible. Heteroflexible. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't let that scare you off of Bumble. Not everybody on there is going to be looking for an Eiffel Tower, mate. You know? Yeah. What did you check? Like, aren't there aren't there boxes to check for what you are looking for while you're on there? Yeah, I checked woman. Oh, so she was checking the box for whatever uh, man, and then he was trying to slip under the gate. Yeah. Jared was the guard at that gate, and he wasn't going to allow it. He said, hell no. And then the guy said, I got meth. And Jared said, well, let's see how it works out then. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, we can Eiffel Tower her, the imaginary girl that doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> Now, for John Finley, though, he looks very different. As you said, he has teeth. Uh, he's 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 looking good, right? He's he's, he's got great yeah. glasses, his hat. It's got this I don't know new wave cowboy. He's there's something new about his smile. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was happy to see him with teeth. I really was. Yeah. He also I can't remember if they asked him. Damn it! I, I'm sorry for not uh, checking this note, but they seem to ask a lot of people. Does Joe belong in jail? And almost all of them said yes. Yeah. I think all of them did say yes. Right? They all Which, said yes. Because he's, uh, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Including, well, the one who had the most emphatic response was uh, one of our favorites, Eric Cowie, who oh. to me, I guess they compared him to um, uh, Vince Neil, um, even though yeah. I think he looks more like Iggy Pop. I love that he was not a Vince Neil fan either. Yeah, yeah, that's like, the question. I hate Motley Crue. They're too soft. I'm like, yeah. He's like, fuck them. They're too, what, like plastic or something like that? Or manufactured? Too plastic. Yeah, too plastic. Which I, I love and I kind of agree with, right? They were that really glossy, late 80s uh, yeah. glam rock, but they, they weren't 
quite as gritty. I think it's more the stories about them that are that people uh, respond to nowadays more than the music. The music doesn't hold up well. You're not listening to that in your car, but if you're out at a bar and there's a band covering it, then it's cool. Yeah. But it's not, uh, you're not putting it, you're not burning it on any CDs. Right. <laughs> well, if you're burning shit onto CDs, <laughs> then you're also, you'll, you're probably doing that with the uh, old Jesus Jones content. <laughs> I don't know who's doing that anymore. Who has a CD player? But I would thought you were even going to say, like, if it comes on the jukebox, I can see the response being like, yeah, girls, 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 of course, you know, at a strip club, that's like a staple. How can you not yeah. have that? But I think like songs from Cinderella, there's one song from Cinderella in particular that holds up. It's called Gypsy Rose. Road. It's kind of got a, like a whiskey-soaked bluesy riff to it. It's actually good, but it does a really bad fade out at the end. I know that song. It's good, right? Yeah. Oh, Cinderella, that was my band when I was growing up. And my brother was Rat. So we could talk all about uh, 80s hair metal, but for him, he hates Joe Exotic. He said uh, he hope he rots there, I think, or something. Yeah. But he still works at the zoo. Yeah, he still works at the zoo. He works with Jeff. I know. I didn't know that. I think he said that Jeff got into a fist fight with Dylan. Dylan was um, Joe Exotic's third husband. Uh, I knew this from oh. the Wondery podcast, and it wasn't he who said it. It was oh, John Rinky, the guy with uh, no legs, with the prosthetic legs. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had said this, and he had actually said in the Wondery podcast that um, you know he had to hand it to Jeff who was like in his 50s that he held up in the fight but yeah it went on for a long time and then after that oh yeah like 15 minutes yeah he said he let it go on and then he let them tire themselves out and then he went in to break it up because he's like you know what am i gonna do it's easy to knock a guy over with no legs so i can't just like jump in and break up this fight between two grown men but um i wish i could have seen that that must have been hilarious oh my gosh where was the camera then uh, by that time, our friend Rick Kirkham had already left. God damn it. If only Rick knew that Jeff was going to be there instead. Although you, you don't have a reality show with just Jeff. Yeah. I mean, you could. You could, actually, because it looks like he's got his own little Eiffel Tower going on over there with the girlfriend and the nanny. The nanny is gorgeous. She's hot, and his wife is hot. And at a certain point... It's like, who is the joke on? <laughs> As a guy watching this, you're just like, ah, you fucking douchebag. And then you're like, fuck, I just hate you for having that. That's not fair. <laughs> How can you be this fucking asshole and have that? And I guess the answer is, well, there, there are plenty of beautiful broken women out there. And uh, if you're just the right kind of asshole, you can uh, swindle them into into having sex with <laughs> Dude, you. Dude, I don't know what they see in him. He's like, any guy will look at you, you're like, this guy's full of shit. I have an answer for you. Okay. I have a hope. I will. Okay, well, I'll give my answer and then you give your hope. The answer is, what do they see in him? They see their father. Now, oh. Aaron, what do, you, what do you got? My hope is that his girlfriend is actually a lesbian. And so she's the one provoking the let's bring a girl in here. And then they're going to plot to overthrow him. And the next generation of the GW Zoo is going to be Jeff Lowe's ex-girlfriend and the nanny who they're now married and they run their own sex cult and they find these <laughs> men that they can, these broken, young, impressionable men that they can brainwash and have their own little Doc Antle 
scenario going on. I like it. A little uh, like turning of the tables. Yeah. So fingers crossed for that one. I have a question, actually, now that you mention it, that has puzzled me. I, I must have missed it somewhere uh, early in the documentary series. What does GW stand for in GW Zoo? Not a fucking clue. Jared? I have no idea. I just saw him pointing guns and shit. George Washington? Yeah, let's say George Washington Zoo. <laughs> George Washington would be very proud. <laughs> oh, please. He's got his own demons. Oh, George Washington? Probably. Definitely. Speaking of uh, Jeff, one thing that screened out at me from the uh, interview with Jeff and his wife I was like, I can't believe that we didn't talk about this during our full Tiger King review, which is the fact that Alan character, the hitman, that they interviewed him in a bathtub, which was oh, so did. fucking inexplicable oh. to me. And we didn't even touch upon it. There was so much else to talk about. It was about. disgusting. <laughs> uh, well, we knew that we were going to forget something from recording. We even said it at the end of it that yeah. there's going to be obviously things that we missed. But yeah, oh, that was sick. It didn't make you even the slightest bit flushed. It made me almost think that I was going to throw up for the first time since third grade. <laughs> yeah. so. What would you... Well, I mean, you already saw his nipples all the fucking time. Yikes, his sagging breast. <laughs> I know, he looks like he had like five puppies feed off of him in his life. Yeah. No, the, the tiger cubs. He was the one who was feeding them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the Walmart bad meat. Who suggests that? That feels like a director suggestion. Like, that doesn't feel like that comes from Alan. Like, hey, why don't you guys interview me in the bathtub? But somehow one feeds on the other and then it becomes like, yeah, we're going to shoot you and film you in the <laughs> bathtub in, ex in like a fucking hotel bathtub, right? It was like one of those um, <laughs> quasi spa. I can't even remember it now. Um, what did they I'm see Sybaris Suites, I think it was out in Chicagoland area. Sybaris Pool Suites. Well, you never, it, it could have been like he came in there and like they made it look like he's staying at the hotel, but instead they're just like, nah, this is where we're doing our interviews. And Alan saw the tub and was like, oh, I always wanted to go in one of those. I've never been in one of those tubs before. And they were like, well, I guess we could do your, if you want to fill her up and jump in there, I guess we could do your interview from the tub. And he was like, really? Yeah. And he's like kicking off his boots before she can even finish the sentence. Dude, lighting must be really good in that bathroom. Did you think he was looking good? Well, I, I say compared to the rest of his house, it probably doesn't have good lighting. Well, now, if he was on that uh, Bumble profile offering, <laughs> offering the Eiffel Tower, Jared might have had second thoughts. <laughs> like, all right, let's 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 get some let's get some uh, inbred uh, meth head. <laughs> How dark and dank must that water have been that drained out of it? They had to have used Drano afterward, the uh, the poor housekeepers that came in to clean up this hotel room later. Oh, and I picture him <laughs> with like these yellowy dagger toenails. Oh, yeah, that, no, for sure. <laughs> he definitely has those yellow toenails. <laughs> he scratched the lining. Those, yeah, they have to re resurface the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks like Nosferatu, just uh, stepping out of the bathtub. Oh, 
no. <laughs> I bet you that camera crew saw his dick. He wasn't shy about it. Uh, <laughs> he was going to make sure that they all saw it. He, he walked down the row and pointed he, and thrust it. He's a shower, not a grower, I think. <laughs> Growers versus showers are, that, that's about a flaccid penis. All right. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a shower than a grower. So then you would be less embarrassed to have your dick out in front of people. Oh, absolutely. That's why I do it on most of my walks around the neighborhood. I just, uh, (laughs) you know, I let it hang out because I want I want the neighborhood to know who's boss. (laughs) (laughs) I really can't wait for your daughter to listen to these when she's older. Oh, my God. That's right. I should probably cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cut it out. Don't cut it out. Oh man! Leave it this in. is why I don't drink beer on. on most podcasts because uh, <laughs> let it be a new side. <laughs> the coffee, the coffee keeps me sharp, you know. Uh, let's see who else do we have? Uh, we have Sa- Is it Sash or Sesh? It's Sesh. I think it's Soft. Oh, is it Soft? No, I thought it was like an Esh, Esh, something Esh. My East Coast accent. I'm like it's Saf. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I didn't even realize that they were referring to him as a her in the series, in the Netflix series. Yeah, they were calling, they were saying Kelsey. Got it. Okay. That's where the confusion came from. She addressed it. I thought she addressed it on this reunion show, but maybe I read it somewhere that she basically was like, I, I'm not really wrapped up in if somebody calls me he or she. I love yeah. that. So do I. It's like your identifier. And if nobody's doing it, I mean, we're not saying she because we're like, ha Right. We refuse to accept you as what you see yourself as. It's yes. just like, yeah. I'm sorry, you look like a girl. So we're just saying she. And like even during our Tiger King episode, you looked it yeah. up, you found it out. And we're like, oh, OK, cool. Like we don't, it's not like, yeah, we're not out to get you. We just like didn't, didn't understand. And I love that, that response. Like, I'm not going to make it like this whole thing where I'm going to be constantly upset. Like, but if, if you hear me, please call me he and we will. So like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I, the best I part is like, ah, like, uh, well, you know, I got, I got bit by a tiger. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is really like it. Right. She's like, I got bigger, yeah. <laughs> bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Well, also, they they didn't seem to mind too much when they got bit by a tiger. Yeah, so she still doesn't, and just chilling on it. I just wish that somebody could get through to her about the because she does seem to be well intentioned. She wants the tigers to be free. She says the they can't be returned but they can't be returned to the wild. And I have written here in all caps, that's because the GW Zoo is breeding them. You stop fucking breeding them. And then these uh, tigers that had to be kept in cages are no longer kept in cages. And that's the whole point of Carol Baskin, right? If you could just break through the whole uh, veneer of, yeah, you, do, you look at Carol Baskin, you may not like her, you think this and that, but uh, honestly, what Seth is talking about is the same thing that Carol Baskin is talking about. Not to harp on that too much, but... Yeah. But here's my thing. What would Carol Baskin do with herself if there were no more tigers in cages? 
You think that bitch is happy now? She's not. This is her purpose to fight against something she used to participate in. I yes, right, because she had a, a realization and a and a came to an understanding and like I'm not beholden to the erroneous thinking that I had 20 years ago, right? I have I have changed and I've grown and I've learned and I feel like that's that's okay. I don't want to get back onto my Carol Baskin soapbox here. <laughs> <laughs> so the Greater Winwood, that's what the GW stands for. Greater Winwood. Wow, really disappointing to hear what it means. <laughs> it's like uh, that means nothing to us. Well, at one point it was called the Gerald Wayne Exotic Animal Memorial Park. Hey, there you go. There's a lot of words. Just rolls off the tongue, that one. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why they changed it to the GW Zoo. Thank God they did. Performers are waiting in the wings, just repeating the business, getting ready to go out <laughs> yeah. on stage. Yeah, sweating bullets. Like, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to fuck this <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Seth, and forgive us if I didn't write down the name, even though it came up as a lower third. I didn't uh, write it down and I didn't rewind it. But uh, he said that... Uh, considering who should play him in the Hollywood movie version of this show, Johnny Tsunami. Tsunami. Who is that? Can you guys explain? He also played Mowgli as well. Oh, oh. Jared, you should play Sav. Yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was waiting for it. I was like, yeah. When you brought that up, I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm guess I'm playing. <laughs> You'd have to cut your hair. Oh, no, you, you can wear a wig. Now, I, I can see you doing this role, and all you have to do, you, you will have to brush your hair. But if you brush it, we can stick a wig cap over top of it. Uh, Jared's blood pressure just went up, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> he does not appreciate. Well, actually, you, you just need to wear a hat the whole time. We've actually never even seen Saf without a hat on. You could maybe put it up in a bun underneath the hat. Yeah, I, yeah I've done that before. We need to start getting out on Twitter. I want Jared to get this part. Yeah. Are you willing to cut your arm off for the role? <laughs> Whoa, hey. Jared, they grow back, and this is a life-changing role for you. Okay. Yeah, they grow back. <laughs> It'll only be four years of reconstructive surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we have to rec- – we're going to go for realism in this movie. We have to recreate the scene of the tiger tearing off your arm. It's only 30 seconds of unimaginable pain, but then after that, four years, and you're back to, you know, mostly good as new. There's a guy with a tranquilizer dart waiting right there. You're not in any real danger. <laughs> and he has a mullet and eyeliner, but he's a trained physician. There he used go. to be in the circus. <laughs> he knows tigers. Tigers. Tigers and he peanuts. He knows tigers and body parts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All I need is somebody dressed up in a paramedic, just the top, not the not, not the bottom, and I'll feel safe. Okay, so they're definitely going to porky pig it on the, on the <laughs> set of this. That's right. He's only going to wear the top. No pants like me when I'm walking Gatsby through the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's not weird. It's not like I have an erection. It's flaccid. What's the problem? How about Josh Dial, our, one of our other favorites, Walmart manager turned campaign manager, he was a good face to see on here. I want to just state for the record, I know that you and Jared are a big fan of Josh's. 
He was not in my top group for the documentary. No. Okay. I don't dislike him any more than anybody else, but he was not in my like top five, I would say. Okay. No offense. I liked him just because like I think Jared had it the the best description of him, which is just he's like the perfect straight man. Like he comes out of nowhere in the <laughs> middle of this thing and all of a sudden he is here. <laughs> he sounds like he's high. Maybe he's not high. I don't know if that's impugning his character because it sounds like he says that he doesn't do drugs. I don't know. But he, then he also he only specifies meth. But I can't remember. Yeah. Did he did he say that he smoked pot in the documentary series? No, he didn't. You are the company that you keep. Yeah, I guess. I, unless it's just this is like an affect resulting from it sounds like he is on medications and stuff like that. So if that's the case, sorry. But he is still like a really interesting. There's something interesting about him. I, I, he reminds me of somebody that would um like kill his mom and just keep her hanging around <laughs> for a little bit. No. Yeah, I got that vibe. <laughs> and no. the neighbors would be like, really that guy did that he just was like i don't know just a quiet guy he really just kept to himself we never heard them fighting oh i'd forgive him though because he well his mom's a twat oh (laughs) yeah of course who is the guy in santa cruz who ended up killing his mom and decapitating her i don't think it was santa cruz i think it was um over in the east bay right um ed kemper Ed Kemper. No, it was Santa Cruz. It was Ed was Kemper. Santa Cruz? Yeah, okay. Ed Kemper. That's right. There was a revelation in this, I felt, just a gossipy tabloid thing. But uh, did you guys think that he was gay? I didn't know he was gay. No, I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was. I loved his description about when Joel asked him if uh, Joe ever made advances toward him. And he's like, no, I'm, I was. I had already aged out like 10 years ago. Joe only went yeah. for the young ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to worry like about 17, that. 18. Yeah. Young and dumb. Yeah. Oh, geez. yeah. How can he you not love him? Young and dumb. He's so great. <laughs> That's true. I, I did enjoy that. But I just, watching the documentary, he just wasn't up there for me. Oh, okay. Well, it's understandable. There's plenty of other characters. Maybe speaking of uh, uh, characters that we all loved, though, they do end with, you know, of course, the one I think that everyone across the board definitely loved. No question. Rick Kirkham, uh, who I did tell you from the podcast is living in uh, Norway, as he says, although I didn't know that he also moved there in part because he met a woman there, which is which is great. It's very sweet. Speaking of teeth, he could use a new set. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, too bad. Dude, I like the answer because he worked with Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, Joe is yeah. evil and Bill's just an asshole. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love his voice, man. We could just have a podcast just listening to him like uh, at least like once a month, just telling old stories. Can you imagine the stories oh, that guy God. has just from Current Affair? Was it Current Affair that he worked yeah, on? Yeah, Current Affair. Plus, they, they, oh, he said that he was kind of known as like the crazy guy around, like he would be willing to do the crazy stuff. Remember, he like put the suit on and let them set him on fire. That's right. Yeah. Now, he had, I guess, what's emerged from the internet, uh, who's going to play these characters. I think he had the best one. I was just like, oh, fuck 100%. Yes. Oh, my God. Billy Bob Thornton. And yeah. I love Billy Bob Thornton, too. Yeah, he's great. 
I don't know if we've ever touched on Billy Bob Thornton in any of these podcasts. That is a guy that I find attractive. Oh. Purely because of, like, because he is not, if you just look at him, you're not like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But his whole vibe is, I think most women would agree with me on that. Really? There's something sexy about Billy Bob. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Ask your wife. See what she says. I am going to. That's the first thing I'm going to do is we get out of here. Ask your daughter and see what she thinks. Uh, yeah, she's probably going to fart as a response. That's <laughs> usually what she does. She just stares up at you. and uh, well, it sounds like she likes them. She passes a lot of gas, uh, that baby. So that'll do it for our Tiger King reunion episode, a uh, special treat coming in the midst of our usual bi-weekly release schedule. Uh, next week we have coming up for you Contagion, the second in our pandemic double feature that, of course, started with Outbreak. And uh, following that, well, if you want to know what we're going to watch next, why don't you follow us on Twitter at Bandcast, you can head on over to Bandcast.com and you can also send us queries and vitriolic missives to Bandcast at gmail.com. Does anyone email us? You know, I think there's something wrong with the email inbox, quite frankly. We're getting it looked at. <laughs> yeah. I thought that you were going to say, if you want to know what we're doing next, why don't you fucking listen? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, the beer is, uh, he's feeling the effects. <laughs> I'm an angry drunk. And, I, yeah. and I'm, no, I'm no angrier than at our listeners. <laughs> I, I just, you give me another shot of whiskey and all it is going to be is just an, a string of expletives describing our listeners and how much I fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> People suck. <laughs> you do. You make me sick. Like a fucking tweet every now and then, you fucking pieces of shit. It's a pandemic. I know you're lacked inside. You can't do shit anyway. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back uh, next week with Contagion. Love you. Bye.